0: It's a Bitcoin bar.
1: Hey, it's me again. Does your job still suck? Are you still mad at your job and therefore life sucking? Then you should join the Bitcoin podcast Slack where the people there don't suck, or at least their jobs don't. So, in essence, their lives don't either. Join the Slack.
0: What are you doing out in the snow? Okay. It's 32 degrees, below zero, Celsius. And my dad is working hard, looking beyond the extents of hypothermia, hypochondria, and all the elements combined. He works to build a fence. A true servant, a true worker, a true exhibit, of hard work and ethics. This is my father, in whom I am well pleased.
1: Yeah. We got a commercial now, <laughs> this That's what happens when you get a hundred dads, you get a commercial right afterwards. Okay. That's so it's a good commercial. I mean it's pretty solid shit, you know. Well, you know, welcome to the Bitcoin podcast, everyone. This is episode three hundred and eighty one i'm the host that talks first d and i'm the host that talks third jesse broke yeah if you missed that blip in time the host that talks second Corey, is unavailable today uh i think he told me he was trying to see if he could squat in bags of potatoes at the same time and i said Corey, that seems not logical given the physics of the pendulum-like behavior of the bag of potatoes, you might hurt your back. And he said, I am a, phys- I am a physicist, bitch. <laughs> I'll be the one to decide if I can squat these potato sacks or not. And I said, all right, man, do what you do. I know you've got a little center of gravity, so you have that in your corner. Anyways, we're going to get started with the show today. Uh, today's show obviously is brought to you by us. We brought it to you, right? And what we work on is the dad DAO. (laughs) Uh, What is the dad DAO? The dad DAO is a pension for dads, crypto dads, right? You don't have to be a crypto dad, but you should be a crypto dad if you're into crypto. All right, what we're trying to do here is create an environment which can come, learn, grow, build, and add value to the DAO, right? Now, I know what you're thinking. How is this going to make my pockets moon? I'm into crypto for the tech, baby. The technology of my pocket's going up. It's not that for you. Please go away. What the DADDAO is, is a place where we can enrich ourselves and enrich the ecosystem of Algorand, starting at Algorand and other chains as we see fit, easy to build on, or just need help. Right. It's like we spend all these times in these online communities, and what is it? Just a waste of time. But in the dad Dow, you could not waste your time. You could turn your time and effort into value in your pockets and others because that's what we're about. We're dadding. We're dadding all across crypto. Right. So if you're a dad and that aligns with you, click the link in the show notes and join the dow Right. Right now, you're going to get what are they going to get, Jesse? Tell them what they're going to get. Tell them what they're going to get. They're going to
0: get access to minting the daddao NFT, Mm -hmm. which will give them permissions and roles associated with joining the discord. There we go. Future
1: functionality to BD, right? But what we're trying to build is a highly functional DAO that is actually decentralized and actually autonomous, right? Not just... Fake decentralized and fake autonomous. So let's get into the show. So today's episode is called Don't Call Me Solana because Solana is so fetch right now. Hmm. What's going on with Solana? Silicon Valley is basically slurping it up like a room temperature slurpee. Yeah.
0: So wait, why, why does everybody say Solana is basically home to a lot of VC money?
1: Well, I mean, if you just, like, crypto, the one thing about crypto is it's really easy to see who has bags of what, Mm -hmm. right? And so all the Silicon Valley, I guess we'll call them celebrities, Mm -hmm. Balaji, uh, that one other guy, Proftiki, I can't can't pronounce his last name, um, A16Z, uh, Ariana Simpson, I think her name is, like, just everybody who's Silicon Valley oriented. And I don't know if she's Silicon Valley here. I think she actually is in New York, but um, they're just really pumping Solana the same way in which they did EOS. Hmm. Right? EOS was supposed to be the say the end all be all and the saving grace to high transaction throughput. But what people don't realize about Solana is it's really just kind of built for one purpose, which is high tr- high frequency trading. I mean, it does that very well. So I will hats off to Solana for the high frequency trading tip. Ah, uh, they're doing some TPS, baby, transactions per second, baby. Which I don't even know. Like transaction per second to me, so, kind of seems like it's so situational on how important it needs to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, my blockchain does fifty bajillion transactions per second, and it's like to do what though? Like to do to do what? Why do you? I
0: mean? think most most of the chain activity on Solana is NFTs, right? Like, I don't think they actually do mm. like FTX doesn't use them. Do they, they might have a little,
1: uh, DEX action going on. They do. Okay. It's possible. I don't know. The hottest story on the streets right now for me, Jesse has got to be chicken, right? Yeah. I love telling people about my cock. I love showing my cock. I love cock talk. I love, I like it all. Right. Um, you know, I got cocks laying eggs every single day. Mm-hmm. That egg's worth money. There's a lot of cock talk in my life right now, and I'm okay with it. I am. And our Slack, our Avalanche Slack channel has become cock talk all day, every day. So... Yeah. You know. People
0: are doing all sorts of things with their cocks.
1: Yep. Yep. Showing the cocks, linking the cocks all over places, you know, <laughs> staking the cock. It's, wow. Yeah. So...
0: You ever wonder um so like most most nft projects if you look at the chain activity you can kind of see the unique addresses dwindling as the price goes up i wonder if you've ever looked at the statistics on the chicken
1: project i haven't i, I, I would love to see that is, uh, is unique address like a really good how do you feel about that metric of unique address which by the way This is just a pause for the cause. If data is something you enjoy in life, like if you like looking at numbers, finding relations and looking at things and trying to find indications, then crypto is where you need to be because there is data out the ass. But anyways, this metric that Jesse's talking about is unique address. What's a unique address, Jess?
0: I'm just talking about like one person holding multiple chickens and kind of scooping or sweeping the floor.
1: I I, I, was, I don't, but what is
0: a unique address? Like one address that it, I mean, it's unique. What do you mean? I'm just,
1: just explain to the people, bro. Stop being a
0: professor.
1: <laughs> like you, you're talking about. So, like so what a I mean is, that, right like, now. what
0: I mean is, like the, the NFTs are not becoming more distributed, right? So if one account had five chickens, if that account now has three chickens and the floor is going up and then now the total amount of unique addresses, the, meaning the total amount of people holding chicken NFTs is going up, then that's good. But it would be bad if if the supply is becoming concentrated within a smaller and smaller amount of chicken holders, right?
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. Audience, if, if you could imagine someone just plucking the cap off of Jesse's head, he would have a very wrinkled brain. His brain is highly wrinkled. It's...
0: No, what I, what I was going to say is just just look More into those accounts and see how much they have. So you can yes. see how much liquidity they potentially have to keep feeding into
1: yeah. the, the chicken stuff. So if the, the number music number of will unique stop. Addresses, absolutely. The music will stop. But the number of unique addresses per that hold basically the distribution of chicken holders is what makes it a sound project. If it's just like 10 wallets that own all the chicken then obviously this is not a sound project. But if it's thousands, potentially tens of thousands of wallets that own a little bit of chicken, right? We really could all have what up to 10,000 unique addresses that own 10,000 chicken, right? Oh, yeah. So there's
0: 10,000. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't have partial, you can't have fractional, yeah, you can't have fractional have margin, so,
1: so, I mean, you can, yeah.
0: but not, uh, not for that project.
1: Yeah. And then, then again, if there's 10,000 unique addresses that each own one chicken then those chickens aren't really moving. Right. So that's a really good metric, man. What is it? What, what should you call it? If you, if you divided unique addresses by number of assets, then what would that be called? Would that be called? Unique addresses per assets.
0: Yeah, I think you're overthinking this. You just want no. To we need to
1: market. No, we gotta market this, bro. This is not that easy. We gotta, we gotta market this. Like, we gotta make it uh, something. Okay. We gotta. We could call it like, uh, uh, the the distribution. No, that's stupid. I don't know. My brain's not working in that well today. But <laughs> nevertheless, it's a thing to look at. And Jesse has that number right now, actually.
0: No, I don't have the number. I know it, does it had It had around not, 1,800 not. unique addresses that Jesse owned does all of not the have tribes, that number. But Sorry, audience.
1: Jesse yeah. has let you down. Oh, Jesse yeah. has let you down. <sighs> um, so last week we were making predictions, this week we're not. This week I wanted to talk about something, Jesse, that I believe you don't care about, but I for one know is extremely important to the long term health and sustainability of this entire industry. Okay. Damn, bro. You're supposed to build up the suspense with the oh, audience. You just, okay. like, yeah. just like, okay, what is it? Go go. Are you are you working right? Are you doing that yeah, thing yeah, where yeah. you work yeah. doing a little bit forward. of work? And a little bit of work we've got to record a show to stop working
0: <laughs> no, so responding to, to a person in the dad now they're asking a question
1: okay what did they ask
0: they asked and where does the money for the grants come from question mark algorand foundation question mark
1: yeah it comes from the algorand foundation yeah <laughs> <that how> you <laughs> you?
0: Yeah. yeah
1: okay well, the the cliffhanger there was mining and specifically proof of work mining. And specifically Bitcoin proof of work mining. The hash rate of Bitcoin is at new all-time highs. And that's after China China. Right? <laughs> so everybody said for, I'm, if you guys have been in this space long enough, you've heard that, oh, you know, government crackdowns, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Crypto is Is approaching a point where it's impervious to that, right? And so China was like, yeah, no more mining. Bitcoin's pretty much banned. You can't do anything with it, and miners aren't allowed. So the miners were like, damn, B, we got to come up with a strategy, yo. So they did. They all moved to America, and now all the mining (laughs) pretty much exists in the U.S. Is it? And a lot of it it's a lot of it. Like it's no mystery that like a lot of those miners came here to the States.
0: I read some articles about how um people were bringing over all of that, all that mining stuff and bring it over to Texas.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's, I think there's too big watt, big, a watt, big, a watt. There's two big a watt, uh, mining facilities going around Austin, Texas. That's just Austin, Texas, Texas likes, uh, Things like that, right, yeah uh, Texas is a big fan of old making money off energy, right, so so Texas is into that, you know, and there's some other places I think Minnesota and Dakota are also kind of dibbling, and dabbling um there's I wouldn't be amiss if uh there was some action going out on mexico, new mexico New mexico, new mexico, New Mexico, you know,. Hmm. <laughs> Listen by the way, how disappointed are you if you're Mexican and you go to New Mexico and you're like, This is way worse than Mexico. It's so small and hot. I've never been to Mexico. Or oh,
0: no, it's not not Mexico, but New Mexico.
1: Let me tell you something. It's not that cool of a place. I'm sorry if any of you guys listening are from New Mexico and you're like, Hey, that's where I'm from. I'll just here I'll be the first to tell you. Uh that New Mexico's not doesn't have a lot going on besides like I guess you could ski. There's mountains out there, but you other than that... ski in New Mexico? It's desert and flat. Yeah, you can ski in New Mexico. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's good. I thought it was all desert. Well, you can't just ski, Jesse. You can snowboard, too. So uh, Okay. Um, well, you know, desert climates, you know? It's super hot, super cold. So yeah. when it's wintertime and it gets super cold and then the ice doesn't melt and the snow doesn't melt, then you go on the mountains and you... <laughs> Anyways, we should be talking about crypto, <laughs> right? So I think that I think crypto is in a unique here to stay. So so typically right now, audience, if you're listening, is you we would be experiencing what's called a super bear market, right? Super I, bear market, Like where the price drops like 80 percent and people are like, well, I guess I got to go back to McDonald's. I guess I got to go start slinging burgers again because my value is not what it was. And the price is slipping downward, right? But it's not slipping downward in chunks that are like destroying people's soul. Mm -hmm. It's just correcting a little bit because we had a crazy year last year. Like the price of things just went bananas. Isn't it for like the past two years? Yeah, exactly. And so when I look at the price continuously going down a little bit week over week, but then I look at, how long it's come and just how early we are like I, I it's hard for me to put my mind around how early i was compared to how early i still am like when i'm walking i'm still on ramping people jesse it's what i do It's that's in me it's a part right. of my soul and i listen to the questions they ask and i'm like this is 10 years old now like how do you not know about coinbase like simple stuff how do you not know it's, and the people don't, right? They're living their lives. They're they just don't. It's never gonna get into the zeitgeist until it has to. Like when your employer is like, "Hey, I'm only paying you in crypto, so figure your life out." Mm. And we're so long from that, yeah. That just uh, there's so much opportunity in crypto because it's just crazy how early
0: we actually. So how long? I was actually listening to a podcast earlier this morning about Which one Joe Rogan. Um, Joe Schmogan. No, you know what? It actually wasn't a podcast. I, it was a. It was an audio book. It was an audiobook I think called the Psychology
1: of Money. Get rich or die trying. No,
0: it had to do oh. with uh, just the the psychology. Not to, not to reiterate the title, but yeah, I mean, what what the mind goes through mm-hmm. when when a person comes into um you know a certain amount of money yeah. and the mentality it takes to not only to get there but to also maintain it right
1: yeah
0: um and then they kind of did like a little bit of a history lesson about money and um about the the different areas eras in which money kind of you could make a lot of money i guess right mm-hmm. and one of the eras was the dot com bubble right and it has me thinking you know if if Bitcoin kicked this whole thing off, right, in 2011 or 2000 mm-hmm. like let, let's just say 2010 2011 some somewhere there. Right. How many years do we have left until we hit that dot com bubble burst, like you know, the 2000 the 1999. Mm. Cuz like when did the when did the internet begin really for everybody? I, like I don't 1987?
1: Know, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the internet really began for mainstream in 1995. AOL. Oh, okay. I think that was 95. It could have been 93. Let me see. I would have been nine years old. So 1994? No, it was before it got to, to me because I was obviously eight. So uh, I would say 1992, 1993. Okay. At least you probably know. She's probably like Googled it. She's like 1992. There we go. Look at that. That used to be old. It's about eight years then. Yeah, it took eight years, right? But we're not even to the AOL point in crypto, right? There's nothing in crypto that's as easy as log in, you've got mail, and then you're surfing the web. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. There are things in crypto that are as easy as connect wallet, and now all of a sudden you're surfing the web web three i would say that exists right like open has
0: given a lot of people who otherwise don't know anything about crypto the ability to buy nfts mm-hmm. and flip them or try their hand at flipping them you i feel know, like there's there's enough access points that we're getting a lot of people who don't necessarily understand the whole ecosystem but they can they can swipe a credit card or they can connect a connect an account connect an account to their bank account and yeah.
1: load it up with money What is that for money though? Like, so for example, what I mean by that is the internet back in AOL days was just pushing around information for Mm -hmm. the most part, right? Like famous websites were like baseball stats, which is just a collecting information and then showing the information. Mm -hmm. But what does it mean to have an AOL moment? And when you're playing with things, you're playing with real electronic value, like digital value like you're not just sending information you're sending value you're communicating with value you're it's, it's it's sometimes it's really hard to wrap your mind around it is i'm not gonna lie even for even for, still this day like i i can't sometimes elucidate or enunciate exactly how powerful this stuff is right because i can't I, I mean, I just imagine like somebody back in the day, like, yeah, internet, like my computer will talk to your computer. And you're like, why did, what? Yeah. I don't want your computer to talk to my computer. Like, why do, <laughs> why do
0: Communication I Communication has really come far in the past, like four decades. It's pretty nuts.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm rambling at this point about oh, that. Back, awesome.
0: back to my question. When, when does this end? When does the, when does the music stop?
1: Uh, when powerful people lose money. Oh, really? Just just all times when the music stops. When powerful people start losing money, the music stops. So everybody stops getting to have fun. And then only a select few get to have fun. Mm. And that's just it.
0: Do you think crypto will hit that moment where powerful people Mm -hmm. lose enough money that
1: um, the whole music stops for everybody? I think banks are salivating. I think banks and large funds are salivating at crypto right now because they're like, Oh my God, so much unregulated fun. I can make DeFi products that and nobody even has to know who I am. I could start siphoning value from me. Like, come on, man. Like, there's people salivating at the opportunity to take advantage of the average Joe, mm. especially in the financial sector. Bro. They That's what they do. They're like, we're going to take a loan, we're going to take a mortgage, wrap it in another mortgage, wrap it in a loan, leverage that shit, and let you get your house. It is like, wait, what? How? how does okay i guess we will sign the papers All right so i think that like as soon as it starts to get super duper ugly and people lose big that have money mm-hmm. then that's when the music stops
0: what about when uh what is it what is it was something sailor michael sailor the guy with Not micro strategy what if he starts losing money because isn't his dollar cost average like 40 something thousand bitcoin like
1: forty dollars. I don't know the stats of his purchases, but I do know that um, his company wasn't really going anywhere until he decided to open up the treasury and expose it to, to crypto, or specifically mm-hmm. Bitcoin. I think that's all he buys is Bitcoin, which you know is a great Bitcoin's a great argument if you're too risk averse to really dive into crypto and what it's becoming, but you're not risk averse, so. Yeah. Like you're so risk averse. You're like, nah, I don't know if I want to hold any cock and stake my egg. Like, that's weird. Right. But if you're more if you're less risk averse than the person who's like, I'm just going to do my pension and my cash and my mutual funds and call it a day. Right. So I think that um, he's being rewarded right now for being less risk averse. You know what I'm trying to say? My brain is not working properly today but he's less risk averse than someone who's super conservative and more more risk averse
0: yeah there are some products in crypto that are pretty high risk and you can lose a lot of money yeah and I don't think he's exposing his company to that level of risk
1: yeah yeah some people take some people roll the dice though they do yeah yeah so but um I hope that answers your question.
0: No, well, no. Like, uh, do
1: we have two years left till the? No, long time. Long well, time. My market cap, right? It was eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it was eight trillion dollars when the dot com bubble burst in oh, two thousand. Okay. Right? I didn't know that. That's that's yeah. what? That's twenty years ago. So, mm-hmm. what's eight trillion dollars in today' money? I'm not sure. You want me to look it up? No, let me do an inflate. I'm going to do an inflation calculator. Let me see if those exist. Yeah, all, all right. Inflation calculator. Here we go. If in the year two, 1999 I got you,
0: fam. So you want 8 trillion, yeah?
1: It. Yeah. Okay. Wait second.
0: one second. thousand
1: million. Billion, thirteen, thirteen, 13 13 yeah so if we go by market cap and humanity doesn't learn its lessons yeah then this market could balloon up to 13 trillion and right now it's sitting at what two
0: well right now i'm not sure two point something yeah 2.2 we... point 2.1 point yeah we 2. go 1, 2, 5.
1: So two point one two five. What's thirteen divided by two point one two five? Six.
0: But wouldn't you use the like peak, right? Which is like more like two point nine
1: trillion?
0: Yeah, we peaked at two point nine trillion as a whole. It's so just say ah, three. Okay.
1: So just right? say three. So, so thirteen over three. Yeah. Looks exactly like we said so four.
0: Four X left, yeah. Yep. That's about that's about one more cycle. Yep. Yeah. So, like, let's say this bear market is like two, three years, mm. and then another bull run for like maybe a year or a year two. A half. So, in the next four four years, it's going to be over.
1: <laughs> Why do you say it's so matter of fact?
0: Wait, wait, yeah, I mean, I'm just guesstimating, right? Aren't we all? It should be. It should be like near the dot com eras, era. Sorry, era of market cap after one more bull run
1: so four years from now 2026 you think yeah. that's that's when the bubble pops and we drop back down to reality a uh, bezos and a Zuckerberg are born who have been forging their existence in crypto starting five years from now i mean sorry five years ago right and that's it only two people win four mm-hmm. people no, there's Wait, a lot. Why
0: why why are we on saying that? only two people win? Because
1: those are the two mm-hmm. dominant, right? But there's a lot more winners from the internet than just Bezos and uh, Zuckerberg. But right. That's um that's there's that's the internet you're not Google, using Netflix, right? there's yeah, I'm just trying to draw comparisons. To, like I'm just trying to draw comparisons to the two markets. Do you think they both? have
0: exposure to crypto? Of course. Yeah?
1: Of course, without a doubt.
0: <laughs> without a doubt.
1: Smart and people have exposure to crypto, are, Jesse. It's like so if you are a smart person, you have exposure to crypto. <laughs> Point blank, period. Why wouldn't you? It's a fucking dream tech. It's a, it's it's a life changing technology. Like history is forever changed. There's yeah. no doubt about that. The cat is out of the bag. It's changed, right? No, nothing. It's all gonna,
0: chickens all the way down here from.
1: Nothing's Boulder. gonna put the cock back in the barn. Okay, nothing cock is out all right i
0: really like that project
1: uh i'm a fan of it because you
0: should have have gotten to like solana nfts you'd have been really happy with at least those those
1: two i only have so much capacity in my brain and right now the only thing i can think about is cock so um let's let's move on to (laughs) let's move on to a different subject okay uh what's coin geico Queen Gecko? Sorry, Alicia you distracted me. Oh, Queen Gecko! I wow, wow, <laughs> I can't read. Jesus Christ!
0: <sighs> Did you know? Wait, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Warren Buffett made most of his money from Geico?
1: Uh, I would be careful about making those kind of proclamations. I don't know enough about Warren Buffett's portfolio. Wait, hold on, let me just look at <laughs> that. Yeah, you might want well to be careful with that. Uh, he's made a lot of money in a lot of ways. I would. That's uh, all he's saying. Like, Did you know Pamela Anderson made most of her money on erasers? School erasers? No. <laughs> um. Yeah he he had
0: yeah, yeah, he at some right. point.
1: That's so. Long so ago. There's been a lot of chatter in the Slack. And what's awesome about our Slack is that um, it's a place where people learn. Most of the chatter this week has been about Avalanche, which isn't surprising because we've become somewhat of a little micro Avalanche community because of how much time and effort we've spent <laughs> to talking like, about it. Um, a lot of people
0: also work
1: there. But yes, yeah, how do you feel about like the X-Chain, C-Chain, P-Chain situation? What do you mean? How do I feel about it? What do you think is the most effective chain? Like, if Avalanche is only going to be better Ethereum, is it really that cool? <laughs> like, that's what, I, that's what I think about a lot. Like, Avalanche is just better, faster Ethereum. What makes it cooler? And there's this whole X-Chain situation going on that's a little bit slow. And then mm-hmm. you've got the P-Chain, right, which is, which is the, the proof of stake you know where where avalanche is getting its validators from or where the validation is taking place but mm-hmm. i just can't help but wonder like if your only thing is to be a better faster ethereum then that's good that's
0: already a good thing isn't it i guess i guess like if, if 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 you're what somebody else wants to become and they're like the market leader for smart contracts. Isn't that pretty good? That's a
1: great... I don't know. Let's ask the audience if anybody's even watching. Well, we got like a couple of people watching right now. We record at such a time that we're not going to get a lot of people. But um, is Avalanche okay just being a better Ethereum? I think that's a good question to ask. I think Slack, I think you guys should, should try to tackle that one too. I think there are
0: um, problems though, if you ask me. After reading the white paper and... Kind of seeing what they've done so far i mean i've talked about it what's the problem well lightweight isn't what they defined like they defined being able to run a node as very easy and lightweight right mm-hmm. that's kind of true but like you can't run it on like a raspberry pi right mm-hmm. it's just not possible there's uh what else did i talk about governance that was a huge thing that's not rolled out yet right that's huge yeah they should have that they should have had that like a long time ago now they're waiting okay um <laughs> okay yeah okay. i mean i i think i think my my beef is is with them not following their white paper for a for a, for like three or four key things that were outlined there that, that distinguished them from other L ones that are coming out. Well, I've, I've just told you, right. Governance, like look at, look at Algorand. Algorand has governance. They don't have it.
1: Mm. Do you think there's a reason for it though? Like what would be the reasons they wouldn't have governance by now? And Algorand would, they just don't want to do it. No, I'm, I'm sure that they'll have it. Soon. i also that think layering. that things i also think that so we were talking about a unique project on algorand that that pivoted right uh-huh. like headline that was the yeah. project right and yeah. now it's something totally different than what it started as yep maybe that's what happened i think that not i think like i know that that's what happens sometimes when you're running something or doing a project uh-huh. is you pivot like we're literally pivoting like mm-hmm. we're going from the bitcoin podcast to hashing it out because right of different factors sway what you start focusing on as a entity right as an organization Mm -hmm. and so i think that's probably what happened with Alva labs is they were like yeah we had all these plans but look at what's going on look at all this activity on the c chain now look at what's Mm -hmm. going on we need to make sure that this stays active and live and safe so that's what we're focusing now until we have the time to to roll out governance or we have the time to roll out um some of the other things Bullet point in the whitelist, but I guarantee you, just like Bitcoin, is very funny. Just like Bitcoin, they're going to run out of time to focus on those other things, and they'll never have Something happen. else will come out,
0: and in we'll some... have everything that they have plus a little bit more.
1: Yep, that's yeah. that's what happens. Right, yeah. that's what happens in crypto. We've seen it with Bitcoin, we've seen it with Litecoin, we've seen it with Ethereum. Yeah. Now we're we're going to see it with Avalanche too. We're going to. It's just you run out of time in the day to iterate, and then you've got this whole community that is quote-unquote decentralized that maybe not even, that maybe doesn't even want that many changes. Mm-hmm. So your chain becomes ossified. It becomes... What's I the,
0: think I think Avalanche is young enough. You know, I think they're young enough that they're still developing.
1: I, I've got, Petrified, that's the word I'm looking for. Your
0: chain becomes petrified. Like, I mean, no, it,
1: ossification is, pet- is correct.
0: I mean, it's it's like... They they slowly lose the ability to be as mobile in, in the way that they're developing things. I mean, it makes sense what you said before. Yeah. Um, Polkadot is, I don't know enough about alternative like L1 solutions, but it seems like everybody's kind of doing the same thing, but different.
1: That makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, that's life though. I went to foot the other day. I was like, all oh, these shoes look the same except for the fucking little symbol on the side. Like I was like, does it really matter? Like they're all the same. And then my girl was like, You can't wear Nike shoes with a Reebok shirt. And I was like, I'm not twelve. I wonder if blockchains will be like that. She's like another, she's in the other room, so trying to talk quiet because she She's nosy. She'll be like, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> yes, you were. Anyways, I gotta I gotta whisper. Oh Um, man. um, I wanna enjoy having do you know I get to build a studio in my like in my like a studio. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm really excited about that. Like I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Like my pants are die, bro. Right now, as I'm talking to you. Yeah. So um but anyways, um that is the trend that you see in crypto. So right now talk of the town for the next four years is probably going to be avalanche but avalanche is going to get so big and have so many influences that it's going to get ossified and there's going to be a newcomer on the block mm-hmm. that's the why these things happen unless unless avalanche changes the game somehow but trends in crypto are powerful like the big,
0: i mean the but big they just came out how do you how do you how are you not going to give them like how much time do you think they have
1: dude okay does governance exist on ethereum governance i mean no not it doesn't no, it's not no, going to no, exist doesn't. until e2.0 when yeah. the validators can vote on things right like it doesn't but You exist. have DAOs, i guess right that's kind of like yeah but that's that's an individual yeah. little micro that's a little micro. we want it to be chain wide yeah like yeah and that's not going to happen right because yeah it just doesn't yeah well, it kind of does. Like Bitcoin governance is because of the signaling, right? Block signaling, right? When there's a change, then the miners uh, essentially like start signaling what the change is, and then after so many mm-hmm. blocks, damn, it's hard to keep track of just Bitcoin stuff. You have to keep track of it all. After so many blocks, it becomes the chain, and the longest chain wins, and all that jazz. But with Ethereum, what's well, the same, right? Right now, it's just like when the miners start signaling that's the governance so i don't know i didn't know
0: that i was watching a lecture on on the consensus mechanism that goon created for avalanche and i didn't know that he created it i don't know if he created it for bitcoin cash but i know that he was talking about how bitcoin cash planned to adopt it and i was like huh that's interesting i don't know if they ever did though
1: makes sense i don't think goons ever i think goons always liked Bitcoin but they never changed in the ways he wanted it to change huh. so it makes sense for him to say like oh be cool cash so let's 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 get to the brass and tax here I was very look at my surroundings bro so serene like I just feel like I'm in a yoga studio mm-hmm. you know um, where are we at with Dad now? we should have a town hall today by mm-hmm. the way in about yeah. 20 minutes actually Oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. and by the way, the current time is 4:35 p.m. Eastern, and we have town halls weekly at five o'clock on Wednesdays, where mm-hmm. you can join the town hall for the Dad Dow. And Jesse and I are like we're hanging in there. We'll answer your questions about the current state of uh, where the Dow is going. Any roadmap questions you have? any questions about pretty much anything it's a town hall come in ask the questions get the answers and then tell your friends hey man this dad down community is pretty cool you should be a dad like me he's like do i have to have a kid and he's like yeah you better get the pump and so you no i'm playing that's not ours but you don't have to have a kid you could just be a crypto dad so um you know that's it cool Jesse, you want to give it a shot.
0: <laughs> you want to give it a shot. I don't know. Like, honestly,
1: honestly, um. Say something that blows my socks off, bro. <laughs>
0: um oh what I I've just been learning quite a bit lately. I've been learning about um just developer tooling for doing like web dev stuff, mm-hmm. and then also just like really basic stuff, um, on the, um, like on, on a low level, like learning rust, uh, which is basically similar to C, um, with, with basically different, different properties in terms of, you don't have to like, I guess, uh, garbage keep, uh, memory and, um, yeah, it's just, it's like a strongly typed language and it's just, it's, it's really, Really low level, so I'm, I'm playing around with that, making CLI tools, just super basic stuff. Um, on the web dev stuff, I'm just kind of figuring out, you know, relearning, you know, HTML, JavaScript, CSS. Um, I used to, you know, I used to know the Mean Stack. Um, in fact, the Dad doubt website is actually a, a React uh, single web page. Um, I'm also, I'm also uh, storyboarding the website interaction for the bounty board, um how that how that will look and how that will feel.
1: Shouldn't we talk about um, this in the town hall? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah we should talk about this in the town hall. All right. But why do they call it rust? Does it turn orange when it oxidizes? Like what's up with that?
0: I, I honestly have no idea. But in the documentation, when you're learning rust, they call themselves rustations. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, "You guys could do, yeah. Like, you guys could have done better than this, right? Like, Station, Like, I, I mean, yeah. Did you hear that? I heard something. Why?
1: Christ, like a child's toy. Oh, come on,
0: let's play. <laughs> on, let's play.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> um. So, what do you want to hear? That'll blow your mind. Do you want a fun fact? It wasn't Rustations, that's for damn sure. Sometimes I feel like, just correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes uh-huh. I feel like coding uh-huh. allows humans to tap in and lean into the inner god complex that everybody has. Yes. Because it's like, I'm going to make this in an language, and I'm going to call it Rust, and it's going to no, be no, Rustations, no. and you must learn Rustations, and it's like, what the hell, bro? Like, this there is whack. Really- They're really smart
0: people who, you know, just all over the comp side.
1: I will say this. Of all the people and personalities I've met over a long lifetime of meeting Mm -hmm. people and personalities, I will say coders, really good coders, Mm -hmm. are the most attuned with their God complex. Everybody's (laughs) got one. Everybody's got a tiny one where they're like, I am obviously a God. Like, Mm -hmm. look at me. I look at what I am a human. I make things. Like mm-hmm. I, look at me, I'm abstracting into oblivion. Look at me, big old human here. Look at me, God, I'm a god. Everybody <laughs> has that complex, right? You've probably thought of that a couple times, at least twice in your life. I mean, I I don't know if I got that feeling from no. Coding, like but, think about uh, if you pounded like a three x dosage of pre workout, you go to the gym. Here, let me come,
0: let me let me tell you the most of like the state. Of humanity i was in when i when i most felt like i was on top of the world i was so jacked right (laughs) so strong i could i could bench more than one and a half times my weight squat more than double deadlift triple like one one arm like move like over 100 pounds worth of like a dumbbell weight it's just like i wanted somebody to like fight me right Yes, you that's called a God complex. Well, right there. God complex. But I felt like that. Right. That was that was awesome. I can understand why people go on testosterone, by the way.
1: Yeah, you could. You were probably like, I could probably take some matter and create a planet. Right. If I smack my hands hard enough because they are so strong, (laughs) I will create my own Big Bang. (laughs) Yeah. universe will appear like that's every human has a god complex it's part of us it's why we do weird stuff you, you know but, you know that people outside of crypto
0: they look at people in crypto and they say they they what is the word i don't know people probably say all kinds of stuff they have like hubris them. right yeah everything in the space is is it comes out of hubris Right, which is excessive pride or self confidence. That what we can create in this space is better than anything else that has come before it. Right. Because it is right now. I mean it's what the developers think. They think that they're gonna solve I, everything. I think I
1: think it too. Yeah. I mean I, I think it too. I think I think I think that digital cash is a huge evolution in human technology. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Huge. Like, yeah. it's going to take thousands of years for this to sink into human existence as how pivotal and game-changing it was. So the hubris is understandable. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: I guess it's the people who think that they can solve social problems, which are like political. Oh, yeah, stuff's
1: that stuff's <laughs> right. silly. That stuff is silly to me because it's like, you can't just solve humanity like humans are
0: weird. I think I think at the end of the day, crypto has given us digital money, you know, whatever store of value cash, depending on how cheap the blockchain is. You know, Bitcoin wouldn't be cash, but could be a store of value. It gave us that. Right. That's what crypto gave us. Yeah. All this, you know, layered. We're going to. We're going to.
1: Have cancer piece. by. Yeah, exactly. Holding- Protein, I don't know, whatever.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I
1: don't think that's how this thing works. Hmm. Sorry, my brain just wandered off into the world of folding <laughs> proteins. But, anyways, we need to, we need to wrap this thing, uh, yeah. and we need to. So, so please be tuned to and primed to share uh, a competition. That we are going to have as our final kumbaya of the bitcoin podcast as you guys know who listened last week uh we're shutting it down at 400 episodes and then rebranding all the way to hashing it out it's going to be we're really excited about that because we think it allows us to just explore our new curiosity in this space right it started with bitcoin but um you know things are bigger than bitcoin that's what Corey said last week. is a great thing to say because things are bigger than Bitcoin. And um, but before we do that, we want to leave it with a bang for you guys. So as you listen, be ready to to hear things, and be ready to share things because it'll increase your chances to win a thing. Oh, I have no oh, idea what it. you're talking about, but it don't worry about it, Jesse. You don't even tyson. know, but I oh, know. Okay. Okay. Um And I think that uh, you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised with with a uh, little, little bit of a giveaway, if you will. A little bit of a competition. Right. So stay tuned and then be ready to tell your friends. So I got nothing less to add. To this. We can close this bad boy. I was a nice chill episode. Usually we get into some shenanigans, but I'm really proud of me and you today. <laughs> I think we, we kept get it, it pretty, pretty uh, on point. We, we kept it, we kept it good. So it if you want to listen to, if you want to listen to the episodes a little bit early, including hashing out when it starts, you can become a patron. You can give us money every month, and you get things. And one of the primary things you get is—is is that your cell phone, bro? Yeah, yeah. Golly, this is a, this is a show. This is a podcast, Jesse.
0: It's for the meeting that's coming up soon, I think. Golly. Yeah.
1: Golly, you can become a patron. Give us a little bit every month. You get to hear the episodes early. You also get exclusive access to the patron patron channel in our Slack where you have just a little bit more access and frequent visitation from Corey, Jesse, and myself. Um, We don't do things in there like give investment advice or give trading tips. But What we will do is answer some very technical questions you might have or if you're trying to get on-ramp to something you don't quite understand or if you're trying to get some extreme alpha from Andy Boyan, uh then that's what you can hop in there for uh what else do we do we do other things what do we do uh we've got slack please join the slack we talk about the slack all the time go to the bitcoinpodcast.com slash slack and uh join up oh linktree oh. linktree oh
0: linktree. if you're if you're one of the new people who needs a bitcoin wallet and a hardware wallet we have a linktree dedicated for um Basically, are all our affiliate links for all the main hardware wallet companies.
1: hmm. Uh, what else? Um- That link tree is pretty boss, by the way. Um, yeah, we have affiliates with the, the hardware wallets. and Hardware wallets keep you secure. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, that's an Apple Podcasts little icon there, unless it's changed. But that means that you can give us five stars, and then that shows everybody that like how cool you are, right? Like, and if you're not giving this episode five stars, then you're not that cool. But if you're giving this episode, not not this episode, this podcast period five stars, you're pretty you're a pretty cool person, you know, you know so d do, do that do that, um, what else, dude? oh my God, if this is shout outs, you know I don't know who that is. I got no clue who that is. that looks like one of my exes shit. I don't know who who is that Alicia uh, I don't know who these people are, yeah, I don't know who these people are. I think this is a test. I think Alicia's testing my ability to. To uh, Brandy Carly, is that All right? She's testing my ability to identify uh, Caucasian celebrities because I typically am good at identifying <laughs> not Caucasian celebrities, but I see what you're doing, Alicia. Yeah, that's Jason Derulo. So, <laughs> oh my God, she's through Harold, <laughs> And that's Doja Cat. I know these people. I know who these people are. Shout out to Doja Cat. Now that's Paul Rudd. I know who that is. Shout out to Paul Rudd. <laughs> That's Usher Raymond, or Usher, if you want to call him. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. She looks like her name is Tiffany, though. And then uh, that's really small. I can't really see it, but you know, And I don't. Uh, he's got a forehead the size of mine. Holy cow. The large forehead on that guy. I don't know who he is. Ah, I think that's, Mase- that's not Masego. I don't know who that is either. Let's go ahead and wrap these shoutouts out with a long neck and wide face because these are all people I don't know. So uh, that oh, I know who that guy is. That's me. Shout out to me with and my third eye. That's <laughs> right. I have a third eye, it's Negro Damas. All right. Shout out to Zoe Saldana and uh play the outro